This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hello, hello, happy new year. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi bhoolte. I'm going to be your host for this episode because Abhinandan is in the beaches of Goa sipping martini and relaxing <laughs> as he ushers us in a new year. Uh, we have our in-house team today, um, Mehraj. Hello. Raman sir. Hi. And Meghnath. Hello. And we're going to kickstart this first hafta of the year. Yeah, first hafta of first the hafta year. First hafta of the year with some reminiscing. I think I just want to go around the table and ask you guys about the highs and lows of 2019 for you and your hopes from 2020. Highs and lows in terms of anything, journalism, politics, whatever. And then we can get into the headlines quickly and discuss a few things. Mehraj, do you want to start? Do you want to tell us? I think the high obviously is the current protests against the CA because after Ayodhya, after Kashmir, nothing happened. There was no reaction. Mm. But after this, people came out, they started protesting. So that's, uh, yeah. So that's one. As far as low is concerned, I'd say the defeat of the Labour Party in Britain because lots of hopes were (laughs) riding on that. I'm a little little surprised. Yeah. (laughs) So unfortunately, that That was a low for you. you. Oh man, that was really low. You were really invested in those elections. Very much so, yeah. And uh, hopes for 2020? Hopes for 2020, I think this agitation hopefully will uh, grow into something bigger, (laughs) (laughs) into like a sustained opposition to the establishment because the usual opposition is not doing what it's supposed to do. So the only way left for this country to actually start pushing back against the kind of ideology these guys are trying to impose, trying to care, they've already sort of imposed. Mm. So that is one thing. And another, I think, hopefully, uh, Bernie Sanders will win in the US. We'll discuss that in a bit. Raman, sir, would you like to tell us uh, what for you were the, the high highs? point, I think, is somewhat similar. So I'll start with the low, low point. I think the low point is the way the government is trying to suppress this movement. Mm. I think that is the lowest point. Mm. This is undeclared emergency. Okay, where you are using the police in such a manner yeah. to suppress the protest, not only suppressing the protest, I mean, look at the kind of, uh, just bare facts. 62 policemen got the bullet injury. So in because they fired, so we fired back. Mm. They haven't given a list of 62 policemen. Mm. Okay, so they are building a narrative to kill the innocent people and also imposing absolutely, uh, you know, unjustified fines. And on the top of it, we don't see judiciary at all. Mm. We don't see judiciary around this. That is why it is the lowest undeclared emergency. Yeah. I think this is just the beginning. And let us see what is uh, how it is going to unfold in the next three, four years. And for me also, the high point is the dissent. The first time, I mean, and that that too coming from the students. So that is something which I find it, uh, I'm very hopeful now. Mm. And uh, I'm so, so proud of these uh, young children. Mm. They're so intelligent. And uh, only thing is, uh, I, I just hope that in 2020, some kind of leadership, collective leadership mm. just comes and uh, guide this movement. Great, great. Mignath. The lows for me was that uh, we are looking at an impending genocide now. And My the God. situation. That's alarmist. In, 
No, again, like I mean, like why are you mincing any words? Alarm, What yeah. is happening in Uttar Pradesh is nothing yes. short of a genocide right now. I mean, the fact that so many, so many people are reporting police violence. There are videos and videos coming out, and that report on the UP kids basically mm-hmm. being sodomized and raped—that's horrifying. Also, in the, the Bihar teen who was killed, and yeah. they've. Uh, they are suspecting two people from a fringe hindu outfit but yeah. a 18 year old was murdered but that's the thing like i mean my laws are basically the systematic destruction of our yes. social order mm. right now in 2019 end that is exactly what happened and that is happening and in connection to that we are no more in an authoritarian state yes. we are in a totalitarian state where a lot of people are supporting these actions also and that is the horrifying part for me and uh, the highs maybe would be the fact that they are losing state elections like the bjp is losing state <laughs> elections because that is the only way they can be kept in control more or less like mm. the fact that so many states have opted out of npr nrc on an individual capacity um like directly like mamta even navin patnaik of all people is opting out of it the whole exercise it gives me a little hope for even regional you know parties to show up mm. um and uh, I think one of the other high points for me is of course the protests I agree with uh, both of you that the protests were definitely a high point but if I can elaborate on the emergence of leadership part a little bit what happened is that there was a void that was created for years by the opposition which was very ineffective and now there are certain faces coming out of this movement which probably be the new age opposition like it like- happened in the emergency back then it was the bjp i mean janta dal mm. but now you don't know what will go on yeah there's no political leadership that seems to be coming yeah. out of it i mean you have like akanaya who has been giving speeches or you have rahul gandhi mm. but i think rahul gandhi is just the moment he enters it just yeah i think yeah. he should just stay away but we need like someone and apart from prashant kishore actually politically no one's given a very strong message also i think he's the only guy who went and said okay demonetization of citizens he's been kind of probing other parties to take a stand but and of course didi, didi who's yeah. been reading a rally yeah. so for me the low point would be i think ayodhya verdict mm. and how it was celebrated on news channels i don't think i've seen such naked triumphalism and such assertion of majoritarianism and hindu identity on television mm. ever i i've seen what back in the 92 back in 92 when the masjid was demolished how some people did support it and there was voice for that but how like a majority of people just supported um, mm. the judgment and how like babri masjid's demolition was completely like forgotten i yeah. think that was a very i think we effectively sealed that this year in 2019 it's over it mm. got destroyed and that's it nothing's going to come out of it so i think that was a low point and a low point was also i think in the protests how the media has equated both sides when clearly on one side there's murder hmm. there's loot i mean you know that people who are against ca have been murdered beaten up put in jail whereas people who are pro ca haven't really suffered any of that even like like raman sir said the police injuries also we don't know who are the policemen who were hmm. injured but yet media equated it saying that this was a tit for tat thing i think that was a low point and high point for me were like ordinary people doing ordinary things i think lawyers who've been going to up yeah. giving help to people who need help uh, or a woman in chatisgarh who fought against a fake encounter so i think really like hope in 2019 was 
I mean, the high points were these ordinary people doing these ordinary acts of resistance. And I hope in 2020, these people get more voice yeah, and attention absolutely. from, if not the mainstream media, then all of us. Yeah. Okay, on that very somber note, I'll just go through the headlines. The big headline of today is that uh, General Qasem Soleimani, who's the head of Iran's elite Revolutionary Guard Corps Squad Force, and he's like the number two guy in Iran is kind of the most important person there, was killed after a U.S. air raid at Baghdad's international airport. This means the direct escalation possibly in the Middle East. This uh, is actually war. Just almost. one tiny interruption. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are recording right now on January 3rd and yeah. right now it's 11 a.m. Yeah, so we just like one hour ago, the news yeah. broke with Trump tweeting the American flag. <laughs> yeah waving it and the news coming in but it's really big it's it's really insanely big and we can discuss that a bit uh, lots of things happening on NPR the trials form has got an order from uh, the government for the rollout uh, there's going to be a house to house verification planned uh, meanwhile uh, Narendra Modi gave a speech yesterday and he's uh, in his element attacking the opposition and saying that uh, the guys who are protesting against NRC are not like with the interest of India and they should be protesting against Pakistan and everything that hmm. they've done wrong. Why would we in India protest against Pakistan? I mean... <laughs> this is a communal dog whistle, no? Because these are Muslims, largely Muslims yeah, yeah, protesting. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He's addressing the Muslim community. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, gurus like Sadhguru Jaggi has waded into the whole controversy. He gave a whole talk where he talked about... Uh, he said, I have not read it, but the students who are protesting are illiterate, yeah. basically. Yeah. And... Times now strangely fact-checked him on everything and they put out a tweet fact-checking Sadhguru. Just one tweet and the, even the fact-check was wrong but anyway. Yeah, uh, however, on yeah on their prime time they were not really, they were just like opposition fact-checks Sadhguru. They didn't yeah. say we have fact-checked him also. Yeah. Continual news of atrocities in uh, UP and Bihar have been trickling in. Elderly person Mohammed Shoeb who's 72 was um, roughed up. There's news of that that came in. There was a teenager boy in Bihar also who was killed and two people from the fringe Hindu outfit are under suspicion. One of the people who are suspected to have killed him has declared himself as a son of a Hindu. So that's that. And there's also news of, um, a lot of news of uh, the UP police now attaching property, Hmm. sending out fines for people to recover for the damage. That they also like filed an FIR against a person who was dead six years ago. This is very new. I don't think in any yeah. of the protests, there's a procedure for this. You have to identify first who the arsonists mm-hmm. were or who were the people who actually caused the damage to then find them. So it has to go to a process of proving that they have actually done it. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we are seeing that they're already being slapped with fines. I don't think that's happened in any other protest. And it's, of course, creates a chilling effect. Mm. Because it means even if you're part of it, you can just be slapped with a 13 lakh mm-hmm. you know, fine to pay. Uh, meanwhile, Bhim Army members marched towards PM Modi's residence. They were stopped by police. In a very Manto-esque turn of events, the Indian Institute of Technology, Kanpur, is going to have a panel that will decide whether Hambi Dekhenge, which is a Fez Ahmed Fez uh, poem, poem, Ghazal, <laughs> is anti-Hindu. We'll, we can discuss this in yeah. a little more detail. Uh, Bipin Rawat, the outgoing army chief, has been appointed as India's first chief of defense staff. So all his political talk has finally paid off. All the uh, political messaging he used to keep giving Hmm. has meant that he's got a post for himself. One nation, one Russian card will be implemented in 12 states, says Ram Vilas Pasman. You can tell us a bit about this. What is this exactly? There was another fire again in Delhi, again in one of those unauthorized factories. Uh, One firefighter was killed in this and 14 uh, people were injured. This was a battery factory in Delhi's Piragari. Kashmir, uh, as its New Year gift, got 
its uh, SMS services restored on the 31st at midnight. And broadband internet services have been restored in about 80 hospitals and health centers in Kashmir. Heman Soren took his oath as the 11th Chief Minister of Jharkhand. This was supposed to be a show of opposition, but finally not mm. many people turned up for that. Mm. Okay, so let's get right into it. Modi's speech. What did you think of it, Meghnan? So... I I agree. Like uh, someone here said that he was basically referring to Muslims when he said Pakistan again. Why is he talking about Pakistan again and again and again? Is important, and I think not many people are. You know, like for instance, when he said that, you know, why aren't they protesting against Pakistan? The reaction that I saw, whatever on social media, etc., was always like, "Ha ha, what are you saying?" you know like lol you know like this is so funny you know like whatever but it's never like this whole fact about how he is systematically dog whistling and pointing to a community right and it's that whole narrative i think that's why i said that we are heading towards the genocide because the signs are all there we've seen it in history how it works how the uh, rwandan genocide happened how even the german you know nazi genocide like jews ka genocide happened it always starts with the language Absolutely, it starts with the language, and then in UP, what we are seeing is another stage of it, where a large section of people are being delegitimized, uh, targeted, and like that guy who died like six years ago, and he his name was in the protesters list. It means they are maybe taking like voters list and just slapping FIRs on any anybody and everybody in that area. It just it's crazy how they are doing it, right? and i think the uh, one thing we have to realize is that the dehumanization has already started because there was this report i was reading uh, from the telegraph if i'm not wrong about how the people who have been killed in the protest are not being given burial grounds they are being taken to some far away village given a small plot of land their relatives are not allowed to come and after the post mortem they are immediately being buried and the relatives are not allowed to so give their last rites where was this report um it was i think in uh, telegraph if i'm not wrong and so, and and this kind of behavior by a state machinery is horrifying and uh, i think modi all said and done is also encouraging this right i mean uh, at the end of the day yogi adityanath whatever he's doing he's not doing it by himself right there is a whole state machinery at work here where it goes from the top right from the prime minister's office down to cm down to the police obviously even if he wasn't doing it directly like say he wasn't giving the orders to yeah. adityanath he wasn't encouraging it there's this idea of command responsibility it alters yeah. the ball ultimately lands in his court exactly and if the fact that he's not stopping it means that he's approving it i mean that he simple. made adityanath the chief minister anybody saying that oh, adityanath is doing this on his own and modi has no idea and he's like above all this is ridiculous is a ridiculous idea mm. because he's the one who appointed him and bjp got that huge majority and everybody was thinking okay they'll give maybe more moderate lots of people mm. were saying um, mm. most of the people didn't believe it anyway and then he appoints this guy who has so many cases of writing and murder and everything against him he is like as hardcore a hindutva person as you get and he installs him and now saying that okay i i, I don't know he's doing it on his own is like really ridiculous i think the key thing was uh, modi is continually showing these protests as anti india and he says ki in logon ne bharat ke sansad ke khilaf hi aandolan shuru kar diya hai so i mean the clear attempt here is to make it and it kind of works because i think 
a lot of people a lot of regular people that i spoke to i went to shaheen bagh and of course there women men and children who are mostly muslim or or are of a liberal persuasion feel that okay know the details of the law but when you get out of that protest site and you talk to many people they're like kya problem hai agar hinduon ko help kar rahe hain to ye to hinduon ke liye hai isme to muslim ke khilaf kuch hai nahi so that sentiment is really it's there in a lot of people and of course that's also because of the media because that's what the media is telling us also that this has got nothing to do with muslims it's got everything to do with helping hindus and this whole constant so that, narrative on top of it of oh tumne to bill padha hi nahi hai you know like the, the what, whole thing no, in recent times i've not seen any other leader you know speaking lies through his teeth hmm. so mr modi he speaks lies after lies I mean hmm. the, the his narrative about this Pakistan okay now let us look at it logically what are the impending threats from Pakistan okay he is saying that the hindus are being uh, you know troubled in pakistan what facts has he given to us that we have rohingya kind of situation in uh, yeah. you know of about hindus in pakistan he hasn't given any sir he, he has he, he has not i mean first of all he talks so fondly i think if you pick up all his speeches uh, maybe if he has delivered how many days if he has if he has ruled for 300 days so he must have given 400 speeches in all 500 speeches you will see one common thing bharat ki 130 uh, crore ki janta hmm. तो 130 करोड़ की जनता में जो हिंदू है उनकी तो केयर कर ले पहले वॉट यू गाइज मेक ऑफ टाइम्स नाउ फैक्ट चेक ऑफ सदगुरु एंड सदगुरु नरेंद्र मोदी शेड द थिंग ऑल्सो सदगुरु so that is that there are all uh, hindu style of uh, you know ruling a country where the pracharaks are given uh, some importance ki tum prachar karo aas paas us type ka no also because why they i think why they chose this guy is because he is one like properly hindu guru with a great english who can speak hmm. english well he reaches out to and the so elite, he reaches so out to the yeah, elite and the middle class and everybody but the best bit about that video was that he is complaining the guru is complaining about people not reading the act and hmm. then he says i haven't read I it haven't fully read the act. <laughs> in today's day and age where you can just open up your phone and read the act what does it say what does the caa say any student can read it but all of them are coming and behaving like illiterate people they're studying in premier universities and how come they can't read the damn act i even wondered have i missed something really have i missed some aspect of it because i have not read the act fully i only know it from the newspapers and whatever else is there in the generally out there no it was it wasn't just the sadguru uh, there were other gurus also who have been preaching in their some melons and all yeah, yeah but so i'm saying are, the prime minister and the home minister are. decided to they pick decided this guy to, up uh, because yeah, yeah but also one more thing that happened bizarre thing that happened is prime minister launching a twitter trend okay next up i think um how many of you know of the poem of faiz ahmed faiz all on this table you know of the poem i, I read it because of this news you read it because of the answer you I've as a gazal you yes. listen to it uh, and i i in fact uh, asked by people to do a story on this faz is one of my heroes i mean really? as soon yeah, as i yeah. got 
सो वन ऑफ द लाइन ऑफ द पोएम सेज सब तख्त गिराए जाएंगे बस नाम रहेगा अल्लाह का हम देखेंगे सब तख्त गिराए जाएंगे सब ताज उछा ले जाएंगे बस नाम रहेगा अल्लाह का जो मैं भी हूँ और तुम भी हो और फिर लाइन ऑन बुत ऑल्सो ना पाकिस्तान poems on exile are like the best there are hmm. uh, he was exiled for that when he talks about this what he is talking about is a communist revolution hmm. but the thing is because everyone of us even when we talk in our daily lives the art we create the words we speak our idiom our metaphors yes. come yeah. from the culture yes. we live in we exactly, grow up in yeah. yes. so that that's i mean if you are a hindu your idiom will come from the hindu culture yeah, and yes. especially in this part of the world religion is the dominant factor in your sort of that, that shapes the culture hmm. so your idiom will definitely come from absolutely. that absolutely and these i mean this one bit where he says jo main bhi hu aur tum bhi ho bas naam rahega allah ka jo main bhi hu he is chan- out here he is channeling uh, mansoor the guy who said anal haq i i am the truth hmm. and he was stoned for that this is back in the 8th 9th century baghdad hmm. so he was supposed to be this heretic muslim hmm. who said i am truth and he just denied god but he was like in the sufi tradition he was he had reached that consciousness where he could say that i'm yeah. one with god right so he's channeling that he's channeling a lot of communist struggles and his idiom obviously is islamic because mm-hmm. he grew up with that mm. so to say that this is against what Bukhara, I, yeah. i mean yeah. then uh, so there's this uh, फेमस गालिब की गज़ल वेरी वन वर्स गोज बाजी चाहिए अतफाल है दुनिया मेरे आगे होता है शबो रोज़ तमाशा मेरे आगे वन सेज ईमा मुझे रोके है जो मुझ खींचे है मुझे कुफ्र काबा मेरे आगे कलीसा मेरे पीछे वॉट डज दिस मीन माई फेथ लिटरल सॉर्ट ऑफ ट्रांसलेशन माई फेथ इज स्टॉपिंग मी बट कुफ्र एज इन लाइक अनफेथ अनबिलीफ इज अट्रैक्टिंग मी काबा इज बिफोर मी Kalisa's the church. Church hmm. is after, like, very hmm. peeche. Hmm. Imagine somebody calling Golib uh, like an Islamist or a anti-Hindu person or something. Yeah. That's like the heights no, of exactly. ignorance. Exactly, and also in the spiritual Sufi tradition, or um, even in Hinduism, there is a tradition that speaks that finally there is no God hmm. and that God is you. Hmm. and that you are god yes. it it speaks of i mean idol worship is anyway not central to uh, hinduism in a way that it's not like you ha- if you're a hindu you must idol worship mm. these are forms of expressions and Even i think like, to- uh, i was looking at this clip uh, i think he said it during an arnab goswami interview the prime minister said that uh, we go by the definition that hindu is a way of life that the supreme court had said that hindu is a way of life so we don't believe that it is a religion right but like in in today's day 
someone like Fez, if he existed, he would get the same treatment that he got that back then. You know, he would be stoned to death. He would be like cursed. He would be put in jail. I mean, what is happening to? I mean, I don't want to compare, but Chandrasekhar Azad would be Fez as well, right? You know, that would be happening to him by by uttering these sort of sort of ungodly half things. Half of half of our shares, even Sahir. Huh. Will be banned. I think going by what yeah, is happening yeah. right now. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think the IIT panel, which is doing this, is actually imagining that he's here. So support independent media. Yes. yes. So go to newslaundry.com. Subscribe. We're doing Abhinandan's job well. <laughs> yeah. I completely Sub- subscribe forgot. Subscribe <laughs> to News Laundry and uh, keep in the media no, free like, and independent. Yes. And that's the only way out of yeah, this. It yeah, is. true. In 2020, we want to do a lot of YouTube stuff. We want to. constantly give you lots of videos and interviews to watch so that your subscription is worth it because most of them are going to be behind the paywall and Mufat Khors will not be able to watch it. I just did an interview with uh, Professor Rajiv Gowda who is Indian National Congress uh, Member of Parliament. So please do go watch that interview that is uh, only for subscribers. So it is your treat. So Qasem Soleimani who is the commander of their Iranian military's elite force and he's like the second in command there he was supposed to be the successor also he's like the man there maybe there Amit Shah but with an army that reports to them <laughs> he is more there like the chief spy master kind of a person yeah, yeah. so we can't say Doval is it like no, the Doval no Doval. I mean, he's also a guy with political clout and anyway Iran's a different country altogether but he's basically a very important person and Previously, the U.S. he's been in the crosshairs of the U.S. military apparatus, and there have been like questions on targeting him or not. But that hasn't been done for the fear of Iran activating its terror cells, quote unquote, across the world. But he's finally been killed in a drone strike. What does this mean for the Middle East, Maharaj? Are we gonna Are we gonna see a war, and where will India be in this? India doesn't figure in this. I mean, other we than that, we are traditionally supporters supporters of Iran, no? Uh, not since these guys came to power. Okay. So they've been more Israel and uh, pro US, but yeah, I mean, there's a you, you know, think something Iran will like retaliate? this. Oh, India, maybe not directly, but there'll always be. I mean, you don't uh, pour. oil and fire and expect nothing to happen there's <laughs> going to be something right there's going to be a reaction and the way it's already a powder keg and you do stuff like this it's going to have a blowback how where which which way that we'll have to see as far as this guy is concerned he was a he was basically the tip of the iranian military spare sort of so he was running their operations in syria in iraq and lebanon uh, lazing with the hezbollah hmm. so and even the fight against isis al qaeda the iraqi iraqis fighting them the syrians fighting them he was sort of uh, overseeing everything so he is he is a huge huge is there any collateral damage i mean i'm very uh, intrigued by the fact that with such precision they have killed just one guy or no there were uh, he was mm-hmm. traveling with so uh, This didn't happen in isolation as such. If you remember, two days ago there was an attack on the U.S. embassy in Baghdad mm-hmm. by this uh, group of uh, by this militia. It's called the Kataib Hezbollah, and there were strikes like before the Hezbollah this. Three brigades. strikes before this, and then before that there was a American yes. citizen so who was killed. Yes, so this uh, this. But it was a it was a targeted attack on the convoy. So I'm guessing those guys in the convoy are obviously dead. No, because There's also no so the Baghdad airport was mm-hmm. there was this. 
green zone america had established in iraq hmm. after they uh, invaded at baghdad airport bagram air base baghdad airport this was at the heart of that so hmm. this is still sort of the green zone so oh. they i mean they'll have every inch of that place mapped and everything mm-hmm. so if any there's one place where they can do a precision strike with the most Mm-hmm. precision that is the place this completely sort. actually sets aside uh, attention from away from his impeachment to what he's done exactly done. exactly definitely yeah. Yeah. this is mm-hmm. major problem is this is going to escalate it's at the international level this is and, a, that's and, what and, everyone right i know no so the war is not conventional you don't fight conventional war these right, days right mm-hmm. so you have guerrilla wars you have different kind of wars so Skirmishes. now let us see what iran is going to do mm-hmm. so they are not going to uh, you know attack mm. us person mm. they will attack in a different way but this is going to escalate it will become more clear later mm-hmm. so for now what i think is donald trump's first impulse is anti interventionist so he is not like the person who will go to war because exactly. he's been trying That's to pull exactly america back but the people who he has staffed his administration with mike pompeo mike pence mm-hmm. they are like hardcore neocons mm. so they have been gunning for a war with iran since the bush mm. time so this is their wet dream come true mm. also Seriously. i think there will be a lot of people who will want to compare this to surgical strike but i think it's important to recognize that lots of difference one they actually hit a target which the military and the government has said this was our target yeah. and this is what we've got yeah so there's very clear intelligence coming out of the government we still don't know 200 300 people were killed or not टेरर में कौन टेरर कमांडर मारा गया या वॉट हैपन दैट वॉज वी स्टिल डोंट नो एनी थिंग ऑफ वॉट हैपन इन बालाकोट बट हियर इज लाइक क्लियरली देव टेकन डाउन अ टारगेट विच इज बिग please remember that we do not take advertisements from the government or corporations uh, like raman sir just told you we've had reporters on up two reporters who've extensively covered what's happening there some of our stories are stories that even they were out for a week uh, out for a week uh some of these stories you will not read on mainstream um you know organization so we'll leave you with links also of the reports on that they've done from up and um this costs money obviously we've sent two reporters one of them is reporting in hindi one of them is reporting for english we had one in assam also again this is exercises that cost money it includes travel stay um and a lot of stuff like that so please this new year Uh, share our reports with uh, your friends tell them the relevance of uh, a free media that actually is only looking at getting uh, the facts out as its main goal we're not thinking of what will give us clicks because that those clicks will lead to advertisements we're not thinking how to please ambani so that we can get him to advertise with us we're purely thinking of how we can do deliver good stories engaging stories and relevant stories for that we need subscriptions models to work for us so please subscribe to newslaundry.com uh, send the chota hafta link to your friends yes. who are not subscribers and make them listen to this and if they see uh, value in us ask them to subscribe to us and maybe we should have some program for like if you're able to get us subscribers then we should give like some 25% off in the next subscription or something <laughs> <laughs> i will i shall convey my thoughts to abin and then thank you so much for listening in wish you a very very happy new year again all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram 
and subscribe to our YouTube channel.